still working on the number twos. <laughs> I know that might be TMI, but that's where we're at. It's real life. Microdermabrasion? Have you what heard of that? this? No, no. Okay, sharing germs. Oh, and sure. especially in like this day and age, I'm not about that life. So <laughs> this guy. She's gonna I, I love you, boo, and I know you're gonna be like, you never drop this, but specifically watch- trash TV. Exactly. Yeah, like the Bravo. Like yeah. hit me with the Bravo. Like this, like the audience will come to learn. I am a huge nerd. I mean, <laughs> we do it for the gram all the time. Hey, Jay. Hey, Chris. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. We are in for an exciting podcast episode today. Yes, today is a fun and special day. We have our spouses on the pod with us. Plus children, because we are not paying for babysitters. <laughs> right, right. So we have Jalen's twins in the background. If you hear them, this is real life. Yep. Um, but Brian and Courtney are here. So we get to dive into everything relationship, at least our relationships, mm-hmm. give you guys kind of more of a view into who we are and who we are as a couple. But before we do, let's update on the week. Let's do a little hot and cold. All right. You want to start them off? Sure. I guess my hot would be that I actually have started to try to work out again. I put it out there into the universe last week on the pod. And I think just speaking it made it come into existence. So out of three days, I've gotten two days of workouts in, which is a huge win because I was going on a hiatus of like two months. Nice, nice. So that's a win. And I guess my cold would be, it's just been a little humid. And honestly, we have not been good about going outside and having outdoor time with Joe. So that's my cold. What about you? My hot is a piggyback off of what we talked about last week's episode and the fact that my grass finally got cut. So I'm a very happy camper. My yard's looking nice. The neighbors are very happy. My wife's looking at me like, you're a crazy grass man. But that I am. Um, And then my cold is that I've just been pretty tired this week. I don't think it's really a bad point, but it's not that great of a point because then you don't feel motivated to do anything. But um, grass is cut, so life is good. Nice. Good hot and colds. I feel like we should get Brian and Courtney to do a little hot and cold. Yes, they should share their hot and cold with everybody. All right, who wants to start? Court, you want to start with the hot and cold? Um, sure. Uh, For my hot, we got to take the babies swimming, so that was fun. At first, a little outing and adventure for them. You're so brave. They really enjoyed the water, um, and Everett slept the whole time. And then my cold would probably be just being tired and feeling kind of lazy more than anything. Amen, sister. You have every excuse to be tired. What it's a trend you? in this household. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you have two month and something week olds. Yeah, you're allowed. You're totally allowed. Don't yeah. be a little bit lazy. Yeah, what's your hot and cold, Bray? So, my hot is that baseball's back. <laughs> that is <laughs> Baseball is back. That is a good uh, hot. I'm extremely excited about that. So, official baseball month. Um, so Kristen luckily gets to watch baseball. I am prepped. Uh, almost every day for the rest of the, uh, for the rest of the season. Lucky me. Uh, my cold is, uh, work's just been rough, been hectic, been busy. So, um, just been spending a lot of time. Uh, it's just been one of those times. So, um, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Brian's been really busy with work. So, well, on to funner things. Much more fun. Um, I'm excited for today. It's nice to have them here. I mm-hmm. hope you're, everybody's as excited. But um, I think that we should give the listeners a little background on, you know, how this all started. But before we do, mm-hmm. and before we sip on this, <laughs> let's go around and say what everybody's drinking. So I'm going with my go-to Diet Coke and vanilla because... Why not? homemade frishes and you know the baldini household what about you all i drink dr pepper like my life depends on it there we go jay i'm going back to back with the boylan's black cherry soda okay what about you bry uh i walked into the gas station and i went back to my childhood <laughs> drink a yoo-hoo oh, man, it brought that. back just so many fond memories so uh, a good yoo-hoo yeah, you know, baseball trips with Dad. I'm pretty sure we dad. referenced you who on the podcast, and Kristen and I brought up, no, it was just sidebar conversation, yeah. I was talking about Big Daddy, oh, yeah. when they're doing the Yoo-Hoo, and she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, like I don't oh. think I've ever watched Big yeah. Daddy from Yoo-Hoo start to Yoo-Hoo is where finish. it's at, like, growing up, road trips, is like, yep. you go to the gas station, you go to the Yoo-Hoo. stay in school. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, with that being said, are you guys ready to take your first sip? Yes. Okay. For sure. All right. Well, I think we need to start from the beginning. Our listeners clearly mm-hmm. already know a bit yeah, about just a little bit. Brian and Courtney from some of our past conversations, but let's start from day one. How did you all meet? Jay and Court? Like, what was that story? <laughs> I'm a terrible storyteller, and Jalen will tell you that too. But I came to NKU for my orientation over the summer. Uh, it was July, and I was sitting outside of Norse Commons by myself when everyone at else was inside eating this pizza. This makes me sound like such a creepy. <laughs> there's, there's no there way. are people that are traveling from <laughs> one event to another event, and she was by herself, and that's why I stopped. No, I chose to go outside by myself because I didn't want to eat pizza, and I was tired of people asking me, why aren't you eating pizza? Mm. I don't like eating pizza. So, anyways, Jalen comes up to me with his little ukulele, and he is strumming away and just asked me uh, some questions about what I was coming to NKU for, and I told him that I wanted to be a math teacher, and he said that was gross, and then he told me he was interested in social studies education, and I told him that was gross, so then we didn't <laughs> talk to each other until, like, pre- the next year, pretty much. Yeah. So what year did you guys, like, first meet? I mean, was that freshman year for you? That 2013. was 2013, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and then we were dating by... By the, ne- by the summer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wait, so you met? So you the met? summer at the end yeah. of so my we met, met, went year. kind of separate ways. She was coming back to be an orientation leader the next year. Okay. Because got a higher... Um, hiring opportunity for people and then you have an opportunity to come back as a returner so that's what I was going to do before I spent the summer working at Apple um so we got to know each other through that process and then we pretty much off and on hung out through the summer because my whole spring semester was doing events with the orientation team until I wasn't going to be doing orientation so um from there one thing kind of led to another the day was actually it was summertime are you about um, to hit some real dates no oh my god you're going to remember my birthday last year. I so. can remember her birthday just fine. But back to the story. Uh, it was before orientation programs had started, and it was myself and two other people who were on orientation staff that I was close friends with, and they had invited me to play volleyball with them. So it was just maybe like six people. <laughs> I hate this story. Oh, yeah. It's like six or eight people playing at the sand volleyball courts that you guys already know about over by... Uh, by Norse Commons and stuff, and during that, everything wrapped up, there was four of us left, the other two, guy and girl, were like, hey, we're gonna go, whatever, and I asked everybody if they wanted to get ice cream, because one, it was hot as crap outside, and two, why would you not want ice cream, so I was like, let's go to UDF, I'm driving, and then everybody else was like, no, I'm good, and then Courtney, I'll go, or well, she didn't really sound like that, but here she comes, and the deal, uh, the deal breaker, but could have put a damper on the opportunity. So she gets in her car, she's got no shoes on, dusty, sandy feet, and she shoves them in my dash. We're not dating at this point, nothing, but she shoves these See ya. dusty feet right in my dash. And I'm just like, why? Didn't say it, because I was trying to be nice, and I was like, I kind of like you, but why? So we drove to UDF, and then came back and hung out, and I brought you Oreos to work, so... Yeah, then after that, she drove up to Kenwood, where the Apple Store is here in Cincinnati, and brought me Oreos when I was working late one evening, and then we went to, uh, not Frisch's, but... um, Steak and Shake. Steak and Shake, up the road for a date, and it was just kind of slowly official after that. So, as much as Brian and I know you guys, I don't know if I ever really knew, like, your dating story like mm-hmm. how you guys met or mm-hmm. so was it a straight shot like to marriage like were you dating basically from 2013 on no yeah, we were broken up for a little while yeah okay mm-hmm. summer okay. of 2016 mm-hmm. but definitely always intentional she was like what that yeah. was emerson y'all mm-hmm. she was like you broke up what? <laughs> but why was that was it just like timing in life or timing was... in life we were about at that two-year mark um so obviously both pretty intentional on where it's gonna head and I think we both had some growing up to do in those aspects. So I was working full time at Camp Joy, a residential live-in mm-hmm. camp, and we weren't seeing summer. each other a lot. Yeah. So that gave so. opportunity for us to kind of look at things right from a distance and call it quits for oh my god, maybe four months, four or five months until September. Yeah, four or five months. But then you guys um, hit the ground running again, like that. Not points. even hit the ground running. Oh, like really? she, Courtney. For those who don't know, she's not from around here, so. 
same story as you guys. Most of her family's far, far away. And uh, when we broke up, I'm the, from the school of, I don't want nothing to do with you. I'm sorry. This feels so weird going no, back I over can, this. I can be the same but way, though. I'm just like, sever all ties. Yeah. Not really into it. Delete uh, you from my Instagram. Delete you from everything. <laughs> yeah. All traces. Like, we will no longer see. Yes. Mm-hmm. Throwing a pity party for myself. Yeah. Cool and turkey. then uh, my best friend was actually the one who was like, well, things aren't as far gone for you as you think. They had gotten lunch and talked and were like, they were going to match make in the process Wait, so did for she me. mention the breakup? Like, is that, were you bitter? Or like, was it a mutual, like... like who broke up with who? Yeah. She broke up with me. Okay. Yeah. Hence the delete. Yeah. It was right IG. in front of BD's Mongolian Grill and, <laughs> and they closed shortly after that. So she I don't have any reason to go right back. Now. I didn't want to do it. Dylan deserved it. Dylan deserved it. Yeah. You like grew. we talked about in the you previous grew episode. In those four months. Yeah, I did. I did. And then I came back being like, look, I'll be your friend. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> not trying to do this whole dating thing. And then we end up talking, um, not even really hanging out, but we had like two intentional conversations just, you know, to hash things out. And then uh, one night she was in uh, Greek life at NKU. They had a late meeting. I don't remember when it was. What time was it? Was that on Saturday or Sunday? Was that a Sunday? We have Sunday night meetings. Yeah, it was a Sunday night. And so we went to Keystone. I was working late for some reason at Apple. And I was like, hey, I haven't had dinner yet. It's like 10 o'clock. And I was like, I'll meet you at the Keystone in Covington. Yeah. Uh, we meet there and we end up sitting in the same spot. We would always sit in because we would go there for half price Flames. mac and cheese on Mondays. <laughs> There and it was go. just like one of those things where it's just like, uh, you can feel it. Yeah. And then we get ready to leave, and I'm like still kind of like keeping arm's length. And then she hugs me, we're hugging goodbye, and then she just starts crying. Aww. And when I tell y'all she started crying, we got out of that restaurant at like 11 o'clock, okay? Like pretty oh close to 11 gosh. o'clock. We stood there behind my car on the sidewalk with her in my embrace crying and we're us talking for almost three hours. Like what? we did not like... People were walking by, asking if things were, they were okay. Like, what is wrong? Oh my gosh! Yeah. So it's like you know, and you start shifting legs. That and I'm leaning against the car because it was a pretty powerful moment. Yeah. Uh, but from that situation on, we were like, yeah, we we both clearly love each other a lot. So. So you guys started. And then I kissed her, and I was like, I didn't want to kiss her, but I did. Mm. It was a great kiss. But I didn't <laughs> want to kiss her at all. I didn't want to cave. I did because my whole mind was like, I'm trying to be friend. Still kind of there about this, but. Oh, yeah, it all kind of shot back up from there. Real we fast. were pretty intentional. Like, if we're getting back together, like, just know this is this yeah, is happening. This is where we wanted to head. Right. So then you were back together in 2016 and married in 2018. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Which we were at the wedding. Yep. I was very pregnant. Shameless plug. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you guys dated really four years. Right. Yeah. Before getting married. Mm-hmm. And then what? How? Maybe like two years later, almost two years, right? You've yeah. almost been married two years. Yeah, yeah. It'll be we're Monday. two years on, yeah. mo- on oh, Monday okay. from where we're pro- where we're recording right now. So nice, and now two babies. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah, crazy trajectory. Hopefully, it stays two and <laughs> on out because we don't want two more right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what would you say like drew you guys to each other initially? Because you guys dated a while, but what was like that initial spark that you're like, yeah, I'm about this person. I guess for me, it was just how kind she is. Obviously, she's just, I don't want to say nice person, because that's a bit of a cop-out, but intentionally, her having love for people is a very attractive thing. Um, and it's kind of funny, because we really don't have a lot in common. So, like, at all. You like, guys are opposites. Early on, we, yeah. were, we were, like, true opposites. So there's very little that we find common ground on, like, not eating olives and hanging out with certain people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there's just a very few list, a very short list of things that we have in common, but those opposites really attract. Um, I think it would just be like his ability to just talk to anyone without regard to their background or where they come from or their ethnicity or really anything. Like Jalen could talk to a brick wall and make him feel like they were at home. Oh my God, we have so much in common, Jay. Yeah, I talked to the brick wall in our I house. I literally said all that in time. a previous and podcast. I'm like, you're home. You're a brick wall <laughs> in my home. <laughs> oh my God. What about you guys? Um, well, I mean, I'll start and Brian mm-hmm. can chime in. Yeah. Don't want to speak for you, Bri. No, you're good. Um, Brian and I met in 2011. Like, fall late summer fall 2011 mm-hmm. and he was actually the graduate assistant when I was an intern so I guess I pseudo reported to Brian mm-hmm. but like not Conflict really of interest, no. right. totally did. <laughs> but, but like not really but 
Brian had game. Like, now now knowing Brian, he's probably, like, so uncomfortable with me saying that. But I, you were, like, uber confident, like, when we first met. Like, you were... Yeah, like, it was after we had been talking for a little bit. I think that's when I felt confident, but... Yeah, we were working together one day, and Brian kind of, like, asked me to, like, go on a date or something. No, okay. So this is what happened. Okay. And this is not a lie. This is 100% honesty. Mm -hmm. I was going around and getting all the interns cell phone numbers so that they... (laughs) Brian. So I I could coordinate with them. Yeah. Like, hey, I need you to be in the student cool. union. <laughs> I need you guys to do this and that, whatever that was. Yeah. So I asked for Kristen's number. Mm-hmm. I might have stopped with Kristen's number. You know, it might have been the only one I got. But that was the intention. Right. And then uh, I asked her to go to Brothers. That same week. And I thought, yeah. oh, like, I really like yeah. Brian as a person. Like, we right. had worked together. Like, he was funny. Don't get a big head, Brian. I know you like being funny. I thought you were funny. And then so I was I like... You know, well, like, it, it was just nice. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I can meet you at a brother's. And so, like, me and two of my girlfriends, like, one roommate at the time and my best friend to this day, we went to brother's. And Brian kind of, like, chatted me up at the bar. Like, we yeah, sat there, sat the one spot. drink, like, nothing crazy. For, like, a couple hours. Yeah. Mm. So, it just kind of, like, from there, we just, we vibed, like, right off the bat. Yeah, well, then, this is how I knew it was green light so I asked her I said I was like all right like she's at the bar with me like of course I didn't know at the time that she was as clueless as she can be when people are interested in her (laughs) I thought Brian was just being nice I was like oh like she's totally like she came to the bar with me like obviously she's into me or like you know and I asked her which I like kind of was but not I wasn't ready to like dive into that you know what I mean so I asked her I said are you dating anybody and she was like well kind of a gray area <laughs> and as a guy you're like okay red flag that's that's why i had the confidence no was like what yeah. brian didn't you have were a red flag all these he was like were, oh it's oh, go time gray, gray area i'm yeah, in gray area i'm like if it's yeah. not a hard yes i got the in is like where brian's head went so like we we hung out a couple times and yeah. chatted and we didn't really brian needed my help with like Schoolwork. Air quotes here, people. I was gonna say like there. <laughs> yeah, is... you needed my help. Oh yeah. I offered. Right. I offered to help you on like some class that. And I'm... I was like, why am I getting help from Brian? I knew like, nothing about it. Yeah, at I was all. like, I, clearly, I just want to like spend time with him or something. But yeah, so but actually, we kept, we kept it pretty like low key. Low key, <laughs> you know, until we really. Well, I was gonna say Brian asked me technically to go on a date three times, and I said no. For, like, the first three times. Mm-hmm. But Brian was so confident that I kid you not, guys, he said, quote, go on a date with me. You won't regret it. That's and I was like, solid. you know what? I said, no, I said, I know you will be happy if you go on a date with me. You won't regret it. You said you won't regret I remember this because I was like, God, that is so well, it still old sounds and I like better it. With, yeah. You won't regret it in your version. Yeah. And well, honestly, like, I was about it because I'm like, this confidence. dude is confident, you know? Yeah. So, honestly, once I was, like, able to figure out the relationship that, like, I was in and, like, and that in what I felt was, like, a good way, that's literally, like, a few days later, I told Brian, like, hey, by the way, like, this happened. I've ended this relationship. And he was like, will you go on a date with me? And I said yes. That's funny because I feel like I, I'm not going to call myself a relationship ender, but there was some gray area with her, too. Yeah. For a little while. It was just one of the... Uh, yeah, there was. There was. There was. I disagree. No, there but, was. Do I need to pause this right now? No. <laughs> there, there, was. there was. I just was in a relationship before, Brian, that I knew wasn't the seriousness that I was looking for at that mm-hmm. stage in my life. But I also knew, having just known Brian, like, as a friend and somebody that I had talked to, that I didn't want to start this unless yeah. it felt right because I felt like Brian was special. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, if I start this, this yeah, could be, like, yeah, this could be a forever thing. I wanted to start on the right path. So pretty much from there on out, we were serious. I mean, two months, three months into the relationship, I 
legitimately told my mom and brother that I was going to marry Brian, and they about crap their pants. They're like, you are insane. I'm like, mark my words. You I'm going to marry him. You just met. No, my brother was livid. He's like, you sound crazy. Who says that, Did Kristen? Really oh, yeah, that? he was, oh, he was that's pissed. Wild. But, I mean, and then we moved in together six months later, had a dog, and from there on out, All, like, like, the stuff you shouldn't do, right. like, in your first few months of dating. We like, did. get a dog, move in together, but, you know. But we were intentional, too, because I feel like when we moved in together, we knew it was going to lead yeah. to engagement. Like, we, we've always been able to have those conversations, so we had that conversation beforehand. I was just broke. <laughs> so I'm like, I knew I wanted to, I knew I wanted to marry her, but, like... Same way. She would always be like... When are we getting married? <laughs> she could do it. Just I'd like be that. like, I'm going to be married by the time I'm 25 yeah. and have kids by the time we're 30, so... You know, like, as a guy, you're like, all right, like, I want to, yeah, like, do it dope. right, so as a graduate assistant, you know, and then as oh, yeah. a, a very low-paying mm-hmm. athletics employee, like, yeah. I'm like, I, I'm sorry, yeah. like, I'm going to save so up. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. save up here. That's why we ended up dating for the four years. But I, I will like, tell you, and I don't place. I don't know if you guys know this story, and Brian is so tired of this story, but I think it is pivotal in our relationship. It is, it is. So, this almost didn't happen. Like, mm-hmm. this whole Brian and Kristen thing mm-hmm. almost fell flat, because... Well, because I had just... When Kristen and I met, I had just come out of a very short two-month relationship. Mm -hmm. With a a girl at the time who was much younger. So, like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. There was probably, like, a lot of growing to do. Like, it was probably one of her, like, first, like, serious relationships, you know, in her eyes. Right. And so, Brian and I, like, we're starting this whole talking thing. I come back from a tennis trip. Mm -hmm. And I was student coaching at the time. And Brian asked me to come over and watch a movie. And all the listeners know at this point, I don't like watching movies. But I was going to watch a movie for Brian. So I go over. It's late. You know, very innocent. And all of a sudden. We're watching with my roommate. Yeah. And your roommate. Yeah. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, though, Brian's phone starts blowing up. I'm not talking like five. I'm talking ten times a call, like, in Uh, a row. I got, like, over... It was over 20 phone calls. 20 phone calls. like, 10 voicemails. And eventually, I start to piece together, oh, this is his ex. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no one else who's going to be calling at 1130 20 freaking times in a row. I remember she called, but I didn't remember it was, like, 20 phone calls. She broke up with me. Right. Just to make it all clear. (laughs) So then, I, like, look at Brian, and I meant it, like, wholeheartedly, and, like, hey, if you need to take the call, like, you can take the call. Like, I'm not going to be offended. So he finally answers. Well, no, we start joking. Like, his roommate and I, like, oh, my God, what if she just shows up? Ha, ha, ha. She showed yep. up? She showed up <laughs> to his freaking like apartment. One, it was, like, one thirty in the morning. Oh, my gosh. And I had one of those apartments with the buzzers. Yeah. And she... Fury. Laid that buzzer on for about... <laughs> Ten seconds. Yeah, at least. Yeah. And, we're, and we all just, like, stopped. Got silent. And, and like, looked, looked at, at each, each other. other. We're like, this is legit. Oh, my God, is that her? <laughs> yeah. Is that her? Like, and, of course, like, I answer, and she's like, I'm out here. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's her. Yeah. So I went out, and she had gotten dropped off by somebody. So mm-hmm. she was underage. So she had been drinking, and she felt like she couldn't go home to her parents' house where she lived. Right. So, so naturally, she comes to her ex-boyfriend's. Right. <laughs> so I... Uh, she made it into like the building and uh she's like she's like I'm coming inside and I'm like uh, uh, I don't think I don't think it's a good idea and she's like why and I'm like I don't still think it's and then she pieced it together she's like oh my gosh like you have somebody like in the apartment with you and she starts crying hysterically I like, guess like and I'm like you gotta stop like you're sleeping <laughs> like it's 1 30 in the morning so I'm like just wait and I had to go back in so knowing Brian now again like he never really gets no. a certain level of mad, but Brian came to me and his hands were shaking. Yeah. And I, I knew what he was about to tell me, but I was going to make him say it. And I told her, I said, um, you're going to have to leave <laughs> and yep. she's going to have to stay here tonight. And I'm like, well, this was fun while yeah. it lasted. Like, yeah. this so is never going to work out with the Kristen. He like, literally had to take her into his room, which was at the back end of the apartment. Kristen I was hiding did. in his roommate's room. And I went out the front door. Wow. And I remember, at this point, like, I was old enough. Like, I had gone mm-hmm. through relationships. And I was like, no. No, honey. Yeah. Like, not I am me. not second fiddle to nobody. I so, out front doors for no man. Right. So I, I text Brian. And it was, like, very to the point. Like, yeah. I wasn't trying to be sassy at all. But I was like, hey, 
I just don't think this is going to work. Like, this, I'm not okay. signing up for the this. The check, man. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So. And I meant it. Like, I was, like, so it's cool. I made, I made, uh, I made the girl get up at, like, 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning, and I drove her home, dropped her off, and I'm sure she felt terrible, mm-hmm. um, and I went to Kroger and picked up balloons, and I woke mm-hmm. And flowers. Up, you had balloons flowers. and flowers. And I woke her up. At 8.30, which said, was hey. early in those days. <laughs> yeah, I said, hey, uh, I'm outside. And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, Yeah, he I'm came outside. from my apartment. And I just, I gave her balloons and flowers. And I told her, like, you know, I apologize. And like, this that, is was not a, that was not okay. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't know how to handle it, whatever. Um, yeah, and that was it. Yeah, I mean, pretty much I knew, like, Brian was a good guy. I never doubted that, mm-hmm. but I think it was just that situation where I'm like, am I really signing up for this? Because this does not seem like my yeah, style. Yeah, you don't want it to be a trend, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. So, but ever since then, I mean, that was really, like, a pivotal shift for us because we're like, okay, we're here. Like, yeah. we're committed to mm-hmm. this. So, I mean, that's kind of, like, how our relationship started. And obviously, that was in 2011, so we're nine years in now. How long did you guys date for? I know, that sounds like a long time, doesn't it? We, um, we dated actually a year and a half, and then we were engaged, and then we were engaged for another year and a half, and then we waited four years before having babies. So we were together seven years before mm-hmm. having Joe, but, which I liked. I think that... We were together seven years before having babies? Yeah, yeah. it's a good foundation, yeah. right? Like, I, I really liked that time for just us and, like, yeah. getting You to want to be able to just have the freedoms and Almost. do what you want. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Emerson agrees. (laughs) (laughs) So who do you... I mean, personally, I know that there's changes that happen, like, along the way in any relationship, but who do you think you were when you met as individuals? And do you think you're those same people now, or do you think you've evolved? Mm, That's a deep question. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely not the same person that I was whenever we met. I didn't really go to church or I didn't have a home church at that point um I believed in Jesus and I was saved but other than that I wasn't really following that lifestyle um and Jalen instilled a lot of that in me and I'm sure I uh, helped him backslide a little bit during our dating phases uh uh, maybe encouraging him to come visit me on Sundays instead of go to church but we figured it all out eventually um and so I think he's uh definitely inspired me and changed me for the better that's really sweet. We got head a little tap there. tap. Yeah, I got a little head pat there. Um, for me, I definitely feel like I changed, and for a streak, not always for the better. Um, but I just got so used to doing things on my own, and I feel like that's how most guys get while we try to get into this phase of life where we look to establish ourselves. And for me, I felt like I was already doing so much on like the college front and building a career front without like much family involvement like my family was there obviously I lived at home but it wasn't like there was much I wouldn't even call it interest just much involvement on that front so me trying to be my own man and try to do things myself I kept a lot to myself so um, I definitely still do that (laughs) to some extent but I think she would probably agree hope she would agree that's not as bad as it once was because you get better at it yeah it's it's a struggle from yeah. time to time. And then that being your spouse, that being that person that you're supposed to be, like, completely now mm-hmm. one person with. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say now, going into two, year, two years of marriage, mm-hmm. it's still still a daily challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I think communication is key. I mean, I, it always has been for Brian and myself, I think. Yeah. Just, like, really putting it all off the table and, like, no holds bar, but, like, mm-hmm. also being willing to hear the other person and not instantly, like, defend. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think, Brian? Do you think we've changed? What do you think as people and a couple? I don't know. I, I don't think I, I don't think I've changed that much. I don't think you've changed a whole lot either. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I I was probably a serial dater in yeah. my younger I days. I was so concerned about what was going to fly with serial. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, maybe we're being honest right now. It was a different life. Yeah, I was hey, <laughs> My name's not Brian. I'm just I went, I went by Brad back then. That's funny. Um, yeah, so I think by the time we met, I was over that, past right. that already, and honestly, I was looking for, I was, I don't know, looking for somebody, you Yeah, know, I, and, felt, I felt like you were really ready for, like, the commitment, but... Yeah, and we just, we clicked, mm-hmm. like, really clicked, and, um, 
you know, I just think it's something that's always, you know, like you said, our communication, mm-hmm. um, it's always been a strong suit for us. And, you know, I've always, you know, you joke about how you told your parents we're going to get married. Like I, I knew it from before we were even official. I was like, I could totally marry this chick. Like, yeah. And, uh, makes me feel good. We just yeah. really, we really just connected Like we even each other out. So, um, I don't know. I don't think we've changed a whole lot. I think there's just more stuff going on in our life. Yeah, I'd say same but different, right? Like, we're the same people, but, like, I guess different circumstances. Like, obviously now we're parenting, like, more responsibilities. There's, you know, a thing called a mortgage that now we're, like, you know, responsible for raising a child. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, speaking of children, (laughs) she's speaking for the the three that were tied. You mean rent? Yeah, right, right. So, I don't know. Like, I I do think we're definitely the same. But even speaking to, like, how quick we knew that we were going to get married, like, this is just a fun little, like, side story. But we'll let her. I know. She heard mortgage and she was just like, no "No." thanks. Sets me off, too. How how do people do two of these? (laughs) Yeah. No, but, I mean, when Brian and I were moving in together, I thought, actually, that my family was going to be super against it. Like, Mm -hmm. I was raised Catholic, and Brian was too, but I just always assumed that, like, the woman's family would have, like, stronger opinions on it, even Mm -hmm. though I think that's a double standard. I just assumed that. And my family was actually super open to it. I think they just trusted my decision, and they knew that I wouldn't just move in with any, like, Joe Schmo. Like, I must really be serious and, like, really committed, because I had never even thrown that on the table with anybody else I had ever dated. And so my parents were super on board, but his family was actually really hesitant to it. Really? And I remember sitting at Penn Station, and his dad was like had come into town, and we were just chatting or whatever, and Leo had said, well, if you're going to move in together, then why aren't you guys getting married? Mm -hmm. And at this point, I had only known his dad for six months, so I was like really taken aback, like, oh boy. Yeah. Like, we're really throwing it out there. I think their their main concern was just, like, if you're going to make that leap in Mm -hmm. a relationship, why not make the other leap first but again I went back to like I know I was going to marry this girl and like, actually he I was said just going to afford a wedding ring at the time yeah. so you know unfortunately and now, you know what it was worth the wait guys because I love my ring yeah. I love my ring I love my ring you know at the time it just made honestly just with timing and stuff like it made sense for us to move in together mm-hmm. you know so we did yeah I mean along the same lines of like growth though what do you think you have like what have been the biggest challenges in your marriage or in your relationship in general? It's another deep one. It is. Mm. I love making you go first. I'm not <laughs> going first. Um, big opportunities. I, I mean, big I can I can start for Brian and I. I think. Uh, yeah, inspire me. It, maybe you can piggyback. Yeah, I'll piggyback. Okay, I thought like our biggest challenge, honestly, was just financial stress at onset because we were both graduate assistants. We were not, I mean, it was not even minimum wage when you, like, mm-hmm. looked at the hours yeah, that make, we were working. You make a thousand bucks a month. I think I yeah. was making, like, nine hundred. That's that's, yeah, that's after and tax at, or before tax. Right, and at the time, gas was, like, four dollars a tank, and we yeah. were going to see family a lot, and I remember... Which was four dollars a tank. For four hours a gallon. So yeah, I know. Four, I know. Sorry, I know. four dollars a gallon. Just, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was, like, four bucks a gallon, yeah, four thirty a gallon. Yeah. I mean, that was, like, the peak. The expense gas. of living was wild, I felt like. And so that was really hard, but I think it also shaped us into be a strong couple because, I mean, really they say, like, some of the hardest things you'll ever face is, like, intimacy and financial stress. Mm-hmm. And, like, right off the bat, we were dealing with the finance stuff. And, like, luckily I feel like we've grown in our careers where sometimes we're, like, pinching ourselves a little bit now where we, like, look at the house that we renovated and we're like, oh, wow, like, how did this happen? But that was a real test for us, I think, is, you know, managing those, like, the work and the the money and where things were going to go. And we were both studying. We both Mm -hmm. were in our master's. And honestly, there was a lot of, like, family stress, too. Like, I remember Brian had lost his grandmother, and that was really hard, and... Um, you know, there was some, like, family sickness, like, his mom got sick. So there was stuff that we went through. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think made us stronger for it. For sure. I mean, if, if we can play off of that same vein, too. I know for me, I was working a lot more consistently than she was, because she was still, she had a fifth year, you had a full fifth year, didn't you? No, I had Just four a, and a half an extra, years. Yeah, yeah, four and a half. 
So she had an extra semester, but that meant that... I was five in a class, so... (laughs) So she had a little bit more schooling going on, and then her being a teacher, too, already throws its its issues into it, I guess, if you want to call it, where she's going to be placed, what she's going to do. Mm -hmm. And for those who don't know on the podcast, we live in Ohio, but we both work in northern Kentucky, but at one point she worked a little bit further into northern Kentucky so uh, when you deal with that and not knowing if she's going to get a different job opportunity coming up a little bit further I mean teachers already don't make a lot so us trying to be um, intentional on preparing for a wedding at that time five uh, months five months and then from from there another six months uh, before we ended up having to find a home and buy a home it was pretty crash course and she had not really been through a lot of things that had to deal with your own Finances. personal, not even just finance, but just life stuff. Like, yeah. we recently bought a car. I bought a car pretty much by myself. And she was just like, I don't I've ever want to go through this process before. again. And I was like, I had to do this by myself. What are you talking about? Uh, but just stuff like that where we were definitely I was from, also very pregnant. She was. She was very pregnant at one point in time. But I just needed to go like... <laughs> at one point at in time. At one point in time. During um, the car buying process. That's why I was Yeah, so during the car buying process, she was she was very pregnant. Um, oh, man, where was I going with that? When you said that. Sorry. Oh, no, but it was just... Oh, finance-wise, like, she went through school complete full ride. I had to take out loans. And then, like, on top of that, like, she didn't have any debt. So for her, it's just like, I'm marrying into debt? Oh, like, same. You know, no, I'm just kidding. It that, wasn't really like that. That's just ringing in yeah. my ears right but now. It's just like, she would always say, it just stresses me out. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just I like, yeah. Like, like when you that. when you look at it, as compounding as it is, the next thing you know, you have to buy a car or buy a house. And, yeah. You know, all these things. And I feel like even now we're at a place where we're beginning to get separation on those things. Not that we necessarily live paycheck to paycheck, but... You know, it when you have to, tight. I couldn't imagine if we were where we were this time last year right. and having to buy a washer and a microwave right. and oh my gosh. two right. kids, like definitely been blessed in that regard. But mm-hmm. I think those experiences have definitely pushed us a little bit further because I've also never bought a house before. Yeah. So the things that I feel and how I, like she was so mad that I wasn't excited about this house. It's also so funny how yeah. people deal with the same situations so differently. Mm-hmm. Like I was... So piggybacking off of what you said, probably one of the big things that we went through recently is the reno. I mean, that was super... We had bought a house, right? Like the old Mm -hmm. house. We had been in for like a little over three years. And then we decided we wanted to be in a different part of town, which we kind of had always aimed to be in. Did this renovation. We were living in an Airbnb with a child and all of our stuff in storage. And dogs. Mm -hmm. And dogs for two months and homeless for one month over the holidays like bopping from parents house or you know wherever mm-hmm. friends house etc it was a lot i mean i told oh, yeah. brian if we can make it through this i have full faith in us yeah. <laughs> in our future like i think that was stressful but even then it's different personalities play a different role like brian tends to be like super chill sometimes it's the exact same way and it, yeah, it makes me even more stressed because i have to be stressed for both of us one courtney <laughs> preach <laughs> Like, sometimes Brian's hey. so chill, I'm like, I just need you to be a little worked up so that I know you understand, like, the the okay. level that mm-hmm. we're in during It's right not now. just in my relationships. Like, I have a boss who will probably hear this episode, and she was the same way. She was like, you can't, you can't not be a little frazzled about this. I need to see you frazzled, Jay. It's like, I'm just sorry, I can't. I gotta stay even keel, man, or it's just bad news bears for everybody. Yeah, like, sometimes it's things I love about Brian. Like, he's, like, so patient, you know, whatever. But then there's times where I'm like, be a little worked up, please. Like, I need you to stress. When it's hitting the fan, it does not help anybody to have both of us... Agreed. ...really freaking out and stressed. So, yeah, I may be... I may be just dying on the inside, but I'm not gonna be the one that's gonna be stressed. Yeah. Right. And mine's probably not even, like, stress. I use the word overwhelmed a lot. Like, sometimes, mm-hmm. like, I feel like it compounds on itself where I'm like, okay, I'm just, like, paralyzed and I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. So I my, need you to, like, take My wife is a very me. emotional person. And when I say a very emotional person, she's not emo. Her hair's not jet black. She doesn't wear <laughs> lots of makeup and think, what is life? Like, that's not who she is. But she cries for everything. I'm sensitive. Commercial. And crying is just the I'm way that my that, body handles all emotions. I was going to get into how your body executes emotions through tears. <laughs> Happiness, cry. Overwhelmed, cry. Stressed, cry. Oh my gosh, that just happened and I didn't expect it, cry. Like it just all and on. So for me, 
it ain't a lot of crying. It's just like, this is what it is, and this is what it ain't. We're going to do it this way or what, and I get over things pretty quick. It's not always the method she likes on how I get over it, because, again, we're talking about that. Keep it to myself. And more independent and not really sharing in that journey of how I get over things. But, man, it that's still an area of opportunity. So one of the things that Brian had to adjust to when we first started dating, do you know what I'm about to say, mm-hmm. <laughs> is how quickly I get over things. He thought... I thought it was a trap. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, don't trap me. So no, we, but I was like genuinely over it. Yeah, so we'd like have a, like a heated discussion about it. We never ever really argue. No, no yelling or anything like that. And uh, yeah, it'd be like 10 seconds later, she's like, fine. And I'm like, don't you want to talk about it? Mm-hmm. Like a little bit more? She's like, no, I'm over it. I'm like, Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, but what? then, like, Brian wasn't over it. He's yeah. like, but wait. Well, he's like, probably not over it because he thinks you're still not yeah, over it. Yeah, he's like, but I need, like, a little more time. <laughs> I need closure. Right. That's how yeah, I Yeah, it's just, you know, and I'm used to, And then what would end up happening early on was I would just beat that dead horse, and then now she's no longer over it. Yeah, now I, mean, I was like, now you're pissing me off again. <laughs> like, now I'm reliving it. That's my way. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, are you mad? Are you upset? What are you? I'm content. Like I, <laughs> she could tell you time and time again, I would say I'm content. I'm, I'm Jalen. I'm Jalen. Like, there's nothing wrong. I promise you. What a dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, so too, I think that like ties into like our roles and responsibilities a little bit. Like there's certain things that I think like happen in, in the house that probably have evolved since like we started being, you know, a unit mm-hmm. and where things fall. We probably live, I would consider it pseudo traditional but a little more like progressive in yeah. who takes on what what do you think yeah there's i mean i think we do have like you said pseudo traditional roles but at no time like are either of us ever not jumping in to do yeah except for maybe cutting the grass right that's yeah. just because i don't, I don't but i've offered my, to do it list, the listeners know yeah know. yeah honestly i would die to have two hours to myself listening to like something on my, my headphones and grass. yeah and Brian can tend to the kid you know yeah. but he was like no that's my grass yeah I, I it's not grass. gonna look good she had never shoveled a driveway before we, we had, had a gravel drive they had a gravel drive but you, sh- you, sh- you shovel right yeah. there's a there is a concrete path at your home even though there's gravel <laughs> never shovel okay so we, I t- live we in went the outside. country we don't leave the I house know. when it's I did it but we went outside and I was like we're gonna shovel <laughs> It's going to be my thing, but we're going to We're shovel. doing this together, darn it. <laughs> and she was just like, so cool. I made her, like, come outside and help me fell a small tree in the backyard. <laughs> Why do I have to be out here cutting this tree? I was like, one, everybody should know how to cut down a tree. It's fun. <laughs> we have a chainsaw. Let's do it. And then, two, I don't want to be out here all day doing this work. It's faster with two people. And she's just like, she's just not having it. But then she started having fun when she realized that you cut through things with a chainsaw. Brian's just somebody who likes the company. Like, he doesn't necessarily want me to step in Mm -hmm. on, like, things outdoors, but you definitely like for me and Joelle to, like, be there, so it's, like, family time still. Yeah, and honestly, there's a lot of times I don't even need to be talking Mm -hmm. to you. Right, he just wants to be present. I just like having... (laughs) Yeah, that's our issue there. Like, I, uh, like, when we were doing the floor... Or yeah. when I was doing the floor in the basement, like, I was like, do you want to... No, we. You, you can say we. I was good emotional support. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Manual labor. When I did yeah. the floor with you accompanying me in the room, I was like, hey, do you want to sit down? Like, do you want to come down and hang out with me? Yeah. And she's like, why? Like, you don't even talk to me. I'm like, it's just nice having you there, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, so I feel like in some ways we're pretty traditional. Like, Brian does tend to take on, like, the outside, but in other ways we're not, like... We always had the expectation of each other that we would be equal partners in parenting, that, like, the house is by no means 100% my job because he lives there, too. We both have careers. We both right. make an income. We both support the family, so we both have to do those things in the house. Yeah. So shared responsibilities, I think, definitely there. For sure. I think something I'm proud of is, like, as a woman, and this was instilled by my grandma to me, which, you know, she's amazing, but at a very young age, she told me, as a woman, you always need to be making your own money and you always need to know where your money's going. And she was a stay-at-home wife and mm. mom. So but she had worked, you know, a right. decent portion of her life and I just felt like that was like a tidbit that she had learned along the way. So I carried that with me. I managed the finances. Obviously Brian always knows where things are going. But I think that's like not every couple's like that. It tends to be like a male role when it's not for us and I'm, I'm I don't proud want that of that. For us. Yeah. I'll let her manage it. Yeah. I wish I wish that was one of the things well early on we had a lot of discussions on 
put it all in one pot. If you want to send some things somewhere else to surprise me and not have to worry about it, cool. Yeah. But it's nice to see everything come in one place, <laughs> out one place. Well, we got into the debt conversation, and well, until you pay off that credit card, or blah, blah, blah. And then it's eventually just been, we keep it separate, and it works for the most part. Obviously, with us having the two streams of income, I do a lot of things on the side to help supplement income to give us some buffer, but that definitely works well. But we're definitely the same way, like, especially on the parenting front, she definitely spends more hours of the day with them and doing things for them because I'm still working from home right now. But if I weren't working, like, for the six weeks that I was here at home, it was both hands on deck when not stupid tired. Yeah. <laughs> um, outside's kind of my domain, and that's why I take so much pride in y'all. Hear me talk about it all the time. Uh, if something goes wrong, I have to figure out someone I know to help fix it. <laughs> there are so many things I'm willing to touch. Water scares me. I ain't trying to. It'll bankrupt you. Um, so I'd rather have someone who knows something better come in. I'm for not sure. trying to electrocute myself. <laughs> right. I'm too heavy for her to move anywhere. <laughs> Um, but then inside is kind of her domain, but I mean, since having a house, it's been pretty, pretty simple. And then being, you know, three-ish months in with taking care of kids, pretty equal to, I don't think either one of us now have an issue with taking both of them somewhere or doing something with them by ourselves. Jalen just has to have me around if three hours have elapsed to feed the babies. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like if they didn't need her, we'd be fine. Yeah. And we've kind of talked about on the on the show in the past just my experience with children and stuff and then her experience with children um I tried definitely not to overdo anything because it was really easy to at first with COVID and everything going on her being a new mom like thankfully she even cared for my two cents as someone who is a male who has experience with small children I feel like that might not be something that's common but um, her being open to my input on how to handle a situation, or at least including me in it, not just taking her mother's intuition and applying it. So, um, do you guys, she does it. She's a superwoman. Do she you guys well. feel like you walked into the relationship, though, with, like, expectations of what marriage would look like? Like, I know for us, we probably did without even knowing it, and we didn't uncover that until we were in, like, the pre-cana that, you know, us Catholics mm. do before getting married, yeah. but... Um, yeah, I was super intentional about it. I mean, that's where a lot of the relationship thing, like, just faith-related to, came into play. It's just like, this is what I believe, and this is why I believe it. By no means do I want you to force these things on yourself, because then you're not doing it for the right reasons. You're not convicted about it. Um, and I think that led to some discovery and some growth on both ends. But outside of that realm, we were very open about what we wanted and what we wanted to do. Like, I don't think I could marry someone that I couldn't spank my child if they really needed spanking. So, conversations like that, you gotta have people. Like, whether you're pro it or not, you gotta yeah. have those conversations. Um, how you feel about work, and like, we both knew at some point she wanted to be at home. And so, like, that was part of my hard-headedness of, like, finding a job that was gonna make a certain amount of money that I don't need to be rolling around on bins or anything, right. but enough to where... But a Tesla. Tesla's? <laughs> Entry level, forty some thousand dollar, definitely doable. She really can't. St- we'll get to pet peeves later. I'm not gonna worry about it. Um, but yes, Tesla is definitely within reach. Um, but yeah, we're we're not living a lavish lifestyle, going on vacations every year, and that's I'm no, perfectly content with that. She was definitely not a homebody when we first yeah. met. I, I am still a don't true. Want to yeah, be she a still hates being. I, I could be trapped. I, I was. Yeah. here for months. Yeah. They're completely fine. I could have watched Lord of the Rings every day and ate cereal and been completely fine yeah. without talking to anybody. I get anxious. And then she's just like, I gotta, I gotta do something. I gotta talk to me, please. And I'm just like, we're good. We'll just watch your show. I'll yeah. be here. Whatever. So. I feel like we definitely had, like, conversations about expectations, but I don't ever think we really uncovered, like, the nitty gritty of them until we went through that exercise through pre k Like, it would ask you questions that was literally like, who do you expect to take out the trash? Hmm. And yeah, like who do you expect to do the you know vacuuming? And if you couldn't have kids, would you adopt? Would you foster? Like there, mm-hmm. there were these questions that I was like, you know what? We have talked about a lot. Like I always prided ourselves on having a super strong foundation. I still think mm-hmm. that we do and did, but those really uncovered even stuff that we hadn't talked about. That yeah. so you had to answer them separately. So we mm-hmm. went to separate tables. You write down your answers, and then you come back and you go through the questions together. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, and honestly, we were on the same page yeah. about pretty much everything, which is nice. Yeah. You agree? You did not like that answer, did you? 
Emerson does this thing, y'all, where she's very tired, and she was just knocked out for a good good little bit. And then she wakes herself up and cries. Yeah. Or she realizes, dang it, I fell asleep. They got me. I need to be around these babies more to remind me why I'm taking my time to even think about a second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, but, like, yeah, even the conversation of, like, kids, like, how many we wanted and when, like. Mm-hmm. And our chances of having multiples. Yeah. yeah, so for those who don't know, and I think we might have mentioned it on the first episode, me and my wife are both have a twin. We get used to saying we're both twins, and then people are like, oh, what? <laughs> but no, she has her own twin, and we don't I have my own twin. None of that weirdness going on. Um, but we have very high chances of having multiples, obviously, and now that we have children now, we have even higher chances of having multiples. So being careful in this season of life is very big because we can end up with two or more uh, so very wild. quickly, which is very wild. And some days I think... I need to be mentally prepared for this more than I think because it could very well happen. Yeah. And just I'm just like, and and not on our time, right? Cuz for us it's like at least 2 years to where we're kind of phasing out the diaper thing and we could put two two more back into them. I hate saying it out loud, but it's the truth. Um, but it's the Lord will bless. But them yeah, if we're blessed with, if we're blessed with more kids, we're going to hit that puppy head on. Um, <laughs> and it will genuinely take a village yeah, to raise these kids, but we definitely no want a big family. Many. Um, I have a big family, but it was never, like, lots of siblings sort of big family. Uh, my best friend, Caleb, his family has essentially ad- adopted me as their own. And yeah. he's the youngest of... He's the seventh child. Um, and he, I just see how they get together and, like, the spouses and the... Ho- like, all of it, I just yeah. love. And I beam around it. And then my family was bigger, but from, like, my mom's brothers and sisters and then, like, my great aunts and uncles were very involved in my family. I actually got to see them while many of them were alive, so... Um, still a big family, have three siblings, two cousins that lived at home. So we definitely want that experience, but we, we both know that we are open to adopting and opening up our home to, to our family, really, mm-hmm. to someone who needs one. Um, and that wasn't something that I expected us to have conversations for early on. There were a couple things that happened in life that brought that on. One was her working at the camp that she mentioned, Camp Joy. They do a lot of different types of camps for kids with diabetes, kids from different backgrounds, and then they had a foster program that she ended up running Mm -hmm. the last year, I think, she was there. Um, And just saying the need for that, we were just like, yeah, for sure. Now it's just a matter of when, because they're like, hey, it's not always the best to bring an older child in with a certain situation. Sometimes it's not the best to bring a younger child into a certain situation. So we definitely want to do that, whether we can have more or not. But Mm -hmm. it's crazy that, you know, the hearing what you guys are talking about, that most people don't even... Like, not that I'm shocked, but it's just different seeing it from someone else's perspective. Right, and I think, too, it's like we were just so young that we just, you automatically take those things for granted, too. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, yeah, when I'm ready to have kids, I'll be able to have kids, and that's not the reality. Yeah, we mentioned that, too. Yeah, so um, it was just good conversation to have, and again, I just Mm -hmm. think it's all about communication and kind of setting that standard to be open with each other from the get, but... This was a really good conversation. I do want to play a game because you know me. I like a good yeah, game. Yeah, we got to end it on some fun, right? So I think we need to play a little something called Best and Pet. And I want to know. Oh, yeah, no games. No games. I want to know, basically, what is your favorite thing about each other? And then what's a pet peeve? But don't go opening a can of worms, people. We're ending on a good note. <laughs> Start with the pet peeve. Yeah. End on the good. Yeah. But it's real, right? We're not all perfect. No, and we no, definitely no. get under no. each other's skin. No. So who wants to start? Court, do you want to start? Go I can. for it. Yeah. I think my... She said my daddy's perfect. <laughs> I think my biggest pet peeve is how lackadaisical Jalen is about keeping the room clean. Just our bedroom in general. Like... His laundry basket is in the room, but socks are in the floor. Uh-huh, yeah. Or Q-tips mm. don't make it to the trash can. Mm. Or just random, like, ten pairs of shoes are in the floor. Or what is I wrong with I- y'all? Why is that a thing? <laughs> Why I don't do you know. care so much? Yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had small living spaces just, when we were younger. <laughs> it literally, like, I just walk into the room and I want everything to look nice so I can go to bed and just feel calm and at peace. Right. And then I walk into the room and I have to pick up a pair of shoes and move the socks out of the way and just... We literally have a laundry basket inside our, like, master bedroom closet. You know what I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> and he won't even take the effort to open up the door. He literally plops his, like, compression shorts right outside the door. I'm like, Brian, 
one second longer, dude, and it would have been in the laundry. When you got places to go, you don't have time. You stop. Jalen doesn't even, like, that fraction of a moment, Adam. It's literally, like, right beside the bed. Like, he could undress beside the bed and just plop them in there. Something's wrong with you. It's the plopping, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) Give us basketball nets to shoot our clothes into. I brought that up as a viable solution. And she said, No, you don't need that. I was like, you don't. I can yell Kobe and put a whole lot of laundry away. You would not ever have to ask anymore. What's your favorite thing about Jay? Uh, I think my favorite thing is his willingness to help people regardless of uh, who they are. If anyone asked Jalen to do anything, he would do it without a second guess. Yeah. That's nice. I guess. I guess you're okay. Yeah. Don't don't take me for granted, though. I am yeah, not a yes, those, ma'am. Except those <laughs> couple times I asked you to help me out. <laughs> Brian's like, we got some laundry to air real quick. Um, I would say my pet peeve is how oblivious my wife can be at certain points in time. Especially when we're in the car. Because it's just like, she's not from around here. She is very directly challenged. She'll end up in places she shouldn't. As an example, we were were hunting for the food that most people eat at weddings, known as the cake. And we, she found this, she found, oh, I got this, I got this. She found this wedding cake tasting for us to go to and at that point we were driving together to it so i you know pick her up and it's in dayton ohio okay mm. like from northern kentucky it was dayton, beaver ohio, creek, ohio. Was basically not, dayton that's a from hike. my from that's my local people y'all know beaver creek is basically <laughs> okay dayton. but if the address said dayton i would not have booked them because i know dayton but beaver is creek away. is pretty close to dayton <laughs> so we get out there we taste the cake it's trash and then <laughs> My best friend's mom shares something to her about some event they were having at church. And Courtney's like, hey, we can take this to Miss Gale. Uh, we'll be there in like a couple minutes, right? And I'm like, no, we're like 40-some minutes even away from there for us. Like, the event will be over by the time we get from this cake-tasted place <laughs> in Dayton, Ohio, <laughs> to there. And she's just like, oh, really? I thought we were like just down the road. And I'm like, we've been in the car for almost an hour. Um, but like, just outside of that, just things that I would like her to be aware of. Like, the, you know, just little things that you can nitpick at. But <laughs> the thing that I genuinely uh, do love about her is how, uh, how emotional she is. As much as it is not my favorite thing to deal with, I appreciate it because at least I have some way of knowing what's going on with her. Yeah. Um, Sometimes it's for the better, sometimes it's not, but I think her sensitivity comes into play for a lot. It puts me in check sometimes, I'm like, I guess that did sound really mean when I said that, and it was just true sarcasm. Yeah. Or if I'm just making a joke, she's just like, I did not think that was funny. Tears. Um, but it... <laughs> eyebrow raise. Um, but <laughs> I do appreciate like, it, because then you get to see her um, really love on people that way, too. I think that's just as much for good as for bad. Also, can I talk about how therapeutic it is to hear Courtney tapping the little baby booty right now? <laughs> we start to almost bounce. We don't need a metronome, but... Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. What about you guys? Well, you go, Bri. What's your mm. What's your pet peeve? I feel like I know it. There's yeah. at least, like, four that I feel like you No, could honestly, I, I don't know how time, but... What? Yeah, so... Oh. Oh, like, there's, like, little things. Like, I am somebody who I'm not a I'm a noise person mm-hmm. like noises bother me this is where I thought he was going mm-hmm. so Kristen I thought about that one too Kristen's a bit of a loud eater at times yep. I, but I eat with my mouth closed yes I eat with my mouth this closed and like this is gonna sound so <laughs> stupid but she does this thing like when she's done eating uh-huh. where she like like you can hear her somehow jaw. yeah like her I, can jaw hear, I can hear her teeth like I just clicking. have a strong jaw I'm like why are you chewing? And I, you know, look at her. She's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "You totally just like chewed like hey, water." I chewed it. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's like a little something that's really out of. He really doesn't deal. like when I eat apples around him, because the crunch oh and like the juices. Again, Honestly, my was, mouth is closed. And I tell her like, "Hey, like, I'm not mad. I'm not trying <laughs> to be an a hole here, but like." I'm going to have to put my headphones in, or I'm going to have to watch TV or something. Like, it's nothing against you, but it, it's my, it's my I deal. Really, I'm, so, I'm so glad you get to hear this, because it's going to help us out so much that I am not the only one who does this. But Jalen will go to town at 2 a.m. On, on some gum. I was chewing gum. I was chewing gum for 
had the same piece of gum for maybe 13 hours yesterday. Nice. Only because I only have one other Mentos gum left and I wanted to save it for today. And she's like, stop chewing your gum because I have a very powerful jaw too. I said stop chewing your gum because I found gum on the headboard. That's before. true. One time there was oh, gum no. on the headboard. I was no. like, that's going to end up in my hair. I fell asleep and somehow it But she was sitting in bed. It was just during your pregnancy, wasn't it? When I yelled at you? <laughs> yeah. She's sitting there. I was sick. I oh, literally had sick. just thrown up. It was during my mm-hmm. awful morning sickness. Yeah. I just thrown up, and apples were the only thing that would make me feel good. Oh it was five o'clock <laughs> in the morning. Five o'clock in the morning. I still had to go to work, and we had already I been was up. Still going to work yeah, she's too. still going to work. And I just—it sounded like she was eating them in my ear while I was <laughs> sleeping. And I'm like, I don't know what I said to her, but I snapped. I was like, I only get one more hour of sleep. Do not. Why are you chewing like that? And she's just like. Sorry. I was like, at least you get to sleep, dude. Yeah. But yeah, I totally, I'm so glad you said that. I'll, I'll ask her sometimes, like, are you, are you trying? Yeah. Like, right, like, are you trying to, because I'm like, she, she can't be, yeah. like, serious. I turn the radio up, the yeah. headphones thing, like, it's all relatable. It gives Brian, like, shivers through his yeah. body. So I wish I could have only had one thing, but I'm going to mention two. Okay, go for it. Just because I feel like it's, yeah. it's nice yeah. to share. Um, Sharing is caring. <laughs> So Kristen does this thing at night when we're about to fall asleep where she likes to pester me. I do. <laughs> I like to tease. She like pokes me and like pinches and tickles and and specifically I know he hates when his belly button is touched and I'll like yeah, who touch his it? belly button. Yeah, who wants that? Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. And uh, eventually, like she does it and I'm like, hey, like Stop, 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 stop. And after yep. about 10 minutes, like, I, I eventually get, like, yep. mad, right? Last night. And then now, and then now, I'm the bad guy. For sure you know, you're the bad guy. Because I got a little pee. I was told I was mean last night. Yeah. 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 And then she rolls over and pouts about it until yeah. I have to apologize for her messing with I me. just fell asleep. I'm sorry I didn't fight that fight. I'm sorry I didn't fight that fight for you last night. But you don't ever fight that fight, do you? I don't. I, sometimes I do, but then I'm just like... I was so tired. And she doesn't understand because I can I sleep like on command if like, I want it. That's yeah. right, too. Instant attendance. So if we're ever having like an argument or something and there's like downtime in between a conversation, I this has happened. He literally fall this asleep. has happened. <laughs> and he's out. Like, yeah. he can't even oh rouse I'll gosh. wake him. I will wake him up yeah. to finish the argument. I'm, Excuse I'm just, me, sir. Yep. <laughs> I'm somebody that, like, when I get into a stressful situation or a situation that I don't want to deal with, I get really sleepy. So obviously, so much alike a midnight, you know, one o'clock in the morning <laughs> I'm fight. Really had a long day. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm totally yeah. falling asleep. Like, <laughs> oh I'm, yeah, I'm and, and we're laying in bed out. having this conversation. Yeah. Like I can't sit up in our bed. <laughs> I try, but it's just not comfortable. So when I'm laying down, I'm already like, and then I, yeah, you know. And then so you I feel like you need to end this on a good note. What's your favorite about me? <laughs> oh, yeah, about that. <laughs> um. So, I had, like, some, like, cliche things, like, great mom, and, like, we have fun, and uh, how much you love me, like, I love all that stuff, but honestly, we've talked about it a little bit here on this, but, like, we compliment each other mm-hmm. so much. Like, I'm more relaxed, Kristen cares about things that I probably should, like, we just, like, the the areas where I'm not as strong, like, she's super strong, mm-hmm. so I think that she totally just like makes us a stronger unit so oh, thanks son that's uh that's nice it's yeah you're awesome thanks well i'll start with my pet peeve I now forgot that you she said hadn't went yet <laughs> something so great about me let me hit you so my pet peeve actually is that you have a pet wow. peeve she started y'all i'm, I'm feeling, not gonna give you a visual i'm feeling a little <laughs> kristen was sitting relaxed in this rocking chair she sat straight up and started doing the finger point i just feel a little just <laughs> un- uncomfortable right now get defensive right no my pet peeve is that you have a pet peeve about me eating apples this was already there before you even mentioned it, but I feel like I should reiterate it. Like, your sound of... De- what is it? Like, what is that called? Aversion? Dis- yeah. Dis- no. Dis- there's a word for, like, something. that noise. Like, not being able... Anyways, mm-hmm. that phobia gets me, guys. But, I mean, honestly, I think... And you call it laziness. I don't think that's fair. I think Brian I'm a just... procrastinator. Yeah, Brian just doesn't, like... By trade. I need to write it out. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Brian will not take it seriously until literally it's, like, something that's, it's that day due or, like, it's past due. 
So for me, like I, I get a little annoyed at myself more than anything that I feel like I get nagged. Like I feel like I have to remind Brian a lot of times, like mm-hmm. do things that I've like, for lack of a better word, delegated to him. <laughs> And so that that can like cause a little bit of like an irritation sometimes, but I mean again, like we work through it. But so it's like a nonchalant to me. Like you're a little right, like nonchalant is that fair? Like yeah, yeah, that's fair. But um, my so. my favorite. I mean, there's a lot, but I guess I would say I really saw Brian in a new light when he became a dad because I think I saw him as even more of a teammate and partner, um, and that you're just really patient. I mean, really patient with me too, and Joe, but patient and supporting and super loyal, sometimes to a fault to like everyone in your life. But I just think that, you know, I got one of the good ones. Joe you and did. I, Joe and I got one of the good ones. Yeah, you did. So, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so those are my favorites. Now, this has been real, y'all. This has been Super so real, real, and we even had babies with us, which makes it even mm-hmm. more real. Hopefully you love those uh, little cries. Not as many coos today, but lots of cries. And the little booty pads. Oh. And the little... She said, stop talking about my booty pads. Yeah, Jay's holding her now, so she's not <laughs> as happy. She is not. She does not like me right now. Well, um, in, in time for the babes, mm-hmm. I guess we can say sayonara, but Brian and Courtney, thank you for joining yep, us you, today. Guys. And being so supportive of Thank getting this off the supporting, ground. Oh, yeah, you just took the words <laughs> Is that what you're going to say? I should listen more than I uh, <laughs> speak, right? No, they've but been yeah. so supportive, mm-hmm. and it's been a lot of time to, like, get this going. So we just want to say special thank you, and we appreciate all that you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. I know you guys are in the throes of new babies, so Courtney, thanks for sharing your husband. Um, but I guess please remember to rate and review. Mm-hmm. And we hope that you guys enjoyed your first sip. Absolutely. Hopefully hope it, it went, went down, down smooth. smooth. <laughs> um, yeah, this is Jay. And this is Chris. We'll see you next time. See you next time. time.